Y'all listening to that 20 by 20 podcast, the best of wrestling, the best of hip-hop. Check it out. Boom. This is the 20 by 20 podcast. Shout out to the nation of domination. Yeah. High in these potty streets, but we doing our thing. Tell Coco beware, bringing them birds to the ring. Attitude error, WWF on the leather. It's that 2020 podcast. I go wherever your shorty with a frog splash. She look like Sunny, but she Puerto Rican. I came through like the repo man creeping. Welcome, welcome, everybody. This is the 20 by 20 podcast, and we are your host, Nathan McFly, with LP. Dangerously, dangerously, dangerously. Yes, yes, yes. And we back after a little hiatus. You already know last week was the holidays. Last week was for the family. And we're here, baby. What's going on? What's going on, baby boy? Good, bro. It's been very, it's what shit feels like we've missed already a month and it's only been a week off. I know, right? It's, it's been so, nuts, it's, it felt like it's been longer than a week, man. You know, uh, yeah. you know, it's sickening. I've gained mad weight, gained <laughs> all that turkey weight. Oof. But real quick, real quick, shout out to the nation of domination and shout out to Los Boricuas. Los Boricuas. <laughs> Tio Savio, what up? But um, yeah, man. Uh, damn. You know, you know, what was one of my favorite things about Thanksgiving Day leftovers. The fact that making it never a, ends. No, making a sandwich with that shit afterwards, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Yo, I made a fire ass sandwich, bro, on fucking sourdough bread. Yo, I I took the turkey, had some shredded mozzarella. Sounds delicious. Fucking um. Stuffing and cranberry sauce, bro, and panini the shit out of that motherfucker. God damn, that sounds yes, so yes. good. That sounds so good. That sounds so good. It gets the three titty hooker. <laughs> three titty hooker. <laughs> I was gonna put a little uh, pasties on them. For a man's, uh, 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 Lucci. Shout out to Luch. <laughs> Lucci Lorenz. He's making his comeback soon. Oh, word. Where is Lucci Lorenz? He's around. He's around. He's around when you don't even know he's around. I figured. I figured. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, you know, Thanksgiving. How, how was it Thanksgiving, by the way? Great, bro. Fucking great. One thing I don't like about Thanksgiving is that I don't know how to eat in like a very stable, appropriate manner. Like <laughs> we went to my parents' house and then we went to my wife's parents' house. Yeah. And at my parents' house, I had two plates. Oh, dang. Let me explain. The first plate was like the food, but it was like a scoop each, right? Yeah. And they stacked up the plate. I was like, ah, you know what? I can't have that. I couldn't even put the salad on it. So the second plate was straight salad. Jesus. Like free salad, bro. And I did it backwards. I should have ate the salad first and then went into the food. Because on the second house, I had a little portion, probably like this big of fucking food. 
and I couldn't even eat. They had paneer, they had turkey, they had more mac and cheese. They had mad shit. Her, mom, her mom's stuffing is fucking banging. I only had like a spoonful of it. Like I felt like I was gonna explode, bro. I was just like, I can't, I, I, I couldn't do it anymore. I have to learn how to pace myself. I have to learn how to Damn. pace. Damn, you just took like you just went in at, in the beginning and you were just done for the rest of the day. Yo, bro, for real. Like I was thinking back of all the history lessons I've learned about the Romans and how they used <laughs> to have throw up bathrooms. And I was like, you know what? Right now, I might have to just do that just so I could keep eating. Have a I throw up bathroom. Yeah, you never That's knew that. Insanity. They had like facilities where they threw up and they just keep going out to eat. Yeah, bro. Real life. You never knew that shit. Oh, that. But mm-hmm. why would you want to throw up just in order to? I. It's called gluttony. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> they didn't know how to handle it. They just assumed that they just eat and eat and eat and then throw up and then come back and eat and eat instead of just like saying no to more food. Oh <laughs> they just God. kept doing it. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no uh, shout out for the Romans on that one. No shout <laughs> outs to the Romans on that one. No, not at all. Maybe Roman Reigns, but not them. Jesus, Lord. Yeah, not at all. But we should give a shout out to... The man himself right here. Yes. With the bloodline. Uh, Roman. Roman Reigns. Not the Romans. To be honest, probably one of the best title reigns in in the last five, six years, man. Yo. You know what I'm saying? Are we going to get into it? We're going to get into it with that? Yeah, yeah. We're we're already here. We're already here. Why not? I would like to talk about that. I honestly want Roman Reigns to be the one that beat fucking uh, uh, San Martino's title reign of 2,000 plus days. I think Roman could do it, bro. I think Roman could do it. They got, they got to get, they got to get people though. Cause the thing with, um, with San Martino's title and it, it was like an endless supply of people he he was facing. But the thing is, in order to pack the garden, I mean, that, and that was, you know, that was what, 60s, 70s, I think it was. Uh, from like the 50s to 70s, I believe. Yo, it it was, it was wild, you know, like it was really, really fucking wild. His title reign was not as condensed as we think. You know what I mean? What do you mean by that? Like Tito, uh, Tito San Martino had Bruno, Bruno. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Bruno San Martino fucking had uh matches where, like, he'll have a match, well, he'll have like consistent matches, and then he wouldn't wrestle for a while, and then he'll come okay. back and have more matches. Like, I think we could do that with Roman. Like we could actually have Roman take vacations and have that be a part of the storyline and shit. Have matches that doesn't even have to have a title match in it. Like he just has like a tag team match, yeah, a, a singles match, you know, just just to squ- squash beef and shit like that. But with fucking like for the main joint for the title matches, he could have matches with Cesaro, AJ, fucking Big E. Have Big E try to go game both titles you know on some shit like that like they could do things like that right now yeah but i i don't know about <laughs> yo dude i'm looking at this title reign dude san martino's first title reign was fucking eight years long yeah but look at how many matches he had in those eight years i mean that i don't know like i i can't i can't tell you that i i'm not gonna go and deep dive into that but my nigga That's- eight years Back then was different though. Like it no, was yeah, like, it, it was you different. know, it wasn't Definitely. consistent. Definitely, it's a different animal. You know what I'm saying? They probably had some type of television, of course, but people are waiting 
for, you know, the Garden or Boston Garden or even, dude, they had plenty of matches out here in Queens and Sunnyside Gardens. You know where, you know, on Queens Boulevard, where I think it's where the Wendy's is at right now? Yeah. Right there, I think that's like 43rd Street or some shit like that. That right there used to be Sunnyside Gardens. Yeah, it used yeah, to be yeah. a it used to be a little arena right there where Bruno San Martino and everybody else from the WWF used to be at. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, like you said, it wasn't as as consistent every week, uh, every month pay per view and all this other shit. But still, eight years is a long time, bro. You know, like his, I think his whole cumulative reign is like over four thousand days, some wild shit like that. So, all right. So, from the WWF, his title reign was from sixty three to eighty one. Well, actually, that was his. Oh shit! That was his reign. No, no, that was his reign. That was him being in the company. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, because right reign now. is from sixty three to seventy one. Yeah, sixty three to seventy one. That was and then, his, the, and then his second title reign was five years. Yeah, seventy two to seventy seven, which is weird because it's just. All right, yeah, I I looked at the numbers for some reason. I thought at the first he's like his title reign ended at seventy three, but it yeah. ended at seventy one. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But like, I can't see Roman do all that. I can see probably Roman doing something close to what Hogan did when Hogan had like that four year title reign. I think it was like from eighty three to eighty seven or some shit like that. Yeah, but. In this day and age, I think the most Roman can do is maybe do a little over two years. If if what we're going to see is him versus The Rock, not in this year's WrestleMania coming up, but in the next. But then you start thinking like, all right, how it can be profitable because, you know, The Rock is like the number one fucking movie star in, in the fucking world. But we're... We're like 20 years removed from when The Rock was a thing in wrestling, though. I know he came back in 2014. He had that little run and did, did those two matches with Cena, match with CM Punk, or the other shit. But from when he was like an active person in the ring, we're talking almost 20 years. So from what I see here, Bruno's title reign, like legit, like uh, uh, consistency, was 2,803 days. That's fucking insane. With both title reigns together, is 4,000 days. That's fucking insane. It is. It is insane. Yeah. Reigns is not going to touch that shit. <laughs> I mean, like, on a, on like a, on a single reign, mm-hmm. a couple of years, like, I give Roman no more than two. I can't see him doing that shit for more than two years. Bro. Especially, especially like the way he said it, he's like, "Yo, you guys have been enjoying me while I'm here." It's even though he he even know his time is gonna his time is coming up in WWE because you know Hollywood calling Hollywood knocking on that door. Why not? He got the look. Exactly. It, yo, it seems like Bruno San Martino had a total of seventy one matches. Nah, I gotta be more than that. Really? Yep. Twenty. Four pinfalls, 12 submissions, nine countouts, 12 disqualifications, 14 others. Those are wins. Losses, Dude. three, zero, nine, six, four. 
with a total of 22 losses. Well, so 71, 71 wins, 22 losses. A little, yeah. 71 wins, 22 losses. So it's like a little under under 100 matches. But like you, like we were like we just said, it's not it, it wasn't all out there the way it is now. You know what I'm saying? Every week doing doing live shows and all that other shit, fucking touring throughout the year. You know, they were so, touring throughout the year, but it wasn't as consistent as it is now. Yeah, yeah. But I think Roman can do it. Like, let's say they do the whole Hollywood's calling move, right? Yeah. Let him take a break out of there. You feel me? Like, he could legit walk away, come back at the exact moment when he's supposed to give up the title. Like, you know, you got a 30-day stipulation if you don't, if you don't compete for 30 days or some shit like that. You have to hand over the title. Let him come back on the 29th. Let him yeah. come back on the second day. And then, like, you know, do some shit like that. Like, he consistently is, like, he pulls out the less is, less is more card. You feel me? Like, let people yearn for me. Let people ache to see me. You know? <laughs> Yo, listen, man. Uh, he's he's something special that we're, that we have for this for this era, this era in wrestling. Yes, sir. What him and the yes, Usos sir. are doing, even though the Usos have been doing it multiple time tag team champs, it's just different now because they're doing it as a collective. Work. You know what I'm saying? So I now people are starting to accept, not even accept, but they're they're starting to actually like Roman. You know what I'm saying? And you know, Shice knows, everybody knows. I've always been on even when Roman was a face, I thought he was cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody looked at me like if I was a fucking idiot. But it's like, yo, you hot, you can't deny the talent. I understand that it's like shoved down our throats and those other shit when he was a face. But at the end of the day, you can't take from what he was doing ins- inside that ring. Oh, yeah, definitely not. Like, there's definitely. nothing different. The only thing that's different now is his mannerisms like you know the way he the way he walks to the ring the way he he moves in the ring he's still doing mostly the same moves with like you know a couple of little different things thrown in yeah but he's still the same guy he just has a more polarizing presence because he's acting more like himself he's not being you know good guy roman he's just being joe now yeah you know what i'm saying which is what we needed bro Mm-hmm. Like that's exactly what we needed. Remember when we spoke about it? Like, yeah, him being a face was cool, but it was just like he's holding back. It was always like he was holding back. Exactly. Like he was talking the way he wrestled, and you could see like something was holding back, bro. But like this Roman Reigns, bro, with the golden glove and fucking destroying the King of the Ring props, just to make, just to show people that he is truly the king. He is the one that's up there. The mountaintop himself, you know, like that shit is ill, son. No, definitely, definitely, bro. And Yo, let's man. say, let's <laughs> say, Vince actually does this, this move that everybody is begging for that he fucking works with other promotions, right? Yeah. Why not grab their top stars to try to take the t- the title from Roman and have him not destroy them, but give us great matches for them. You feel me? Oh, well, it's all it's all in the promotion, too, man, because at the end of the day, if they're not willing to put their top stars in the ring with Roman just for a loss, regardless of how good they look in the ring and those other shit. 
you know, it's not going to make sense. It has to make sense on both parts. You can't just bring in top stars from other, you know, other companies just to like be basically feed, feeding, feeding your top star and shit. I mean, we've seen AEW do it. But yeah, exactly. The thing (laughs) is, we look at it like as if, let's say we bring in Okada and Okada is the champ of New Japan. Matter of fact, Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay is the champ right now of New Japan. Let's say they allow Will Ospreay. Well, he he says he's the champ. Well, isn't he holding the title? No, because remember he had gotten injured. That's right, and he had to get gotten injured. He had to, and he said he never gave it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, you have to relinquish if you're not just you know the thirty days. Well, he's he's walking around with that uh, that New Japan belt. So, but let's say they give either like whoever their champ is, Okada or Will Ospreay, whoever it is. Let's say they give him one of them, one of those guys, right? They give Roman a chance to fight them for the WWE title or for the SmackDown title. It's not a loss to New Japan to have their top star in the WWE ring because they're not losing their title to a WWE star. They're okay. going after the other promotions title. You feel me? That's no, where I understand. Like you're, you're almost like burying your own promotion if you're like, yeah, we'll fight you in the WWE for a New Japan title and your top star is going to win. It's like, all right, now we're just burying ourselves. Whereas we're just making up a story. Because at the end of it, we all know this is all like pre-fucking like predicted. Like they always, not even pre-predicted, but they already have the winner in mind. So it's like, if you're going to give somebody from another promotion a chance to the top star, a a chance to battle the top star for title in the WWE, you're not really going to bury your star like that. You feel me? And you're not burying your promotion like that. You're actually getting more eyes on your promotion because they're like, yo, where is this guy coming from? How come we don't see them more often here? You know? I could see that, but at the end of the day, my nigga, I don't see, I don't, it, it's just, I, I, it, it's wild to see because we saw what Impact did with AEW. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And how they basically, you know, they fed Rich Swan, they fed uh Moose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They 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 fed a couple of guys and then it just became an old nigga getting the belt back in Christian. And, yeah, and you that, know what I'm saying? That, but that's like that was weird to me. Like, yeah, that but, move is weird to me. I don't know. I don't see it happening with WWE. You know what I'm saying? Because because nobody's entertainment. Yeah, but it's like yo, Okada, Tanahashi. Or even like the the current IWGP heavyweight champ Tagagi, if he goes against Roman, it's like, all right, we'll have him there. We'll make him look like a million bucks in a loss, but everybody's gonna be like, oh, this is this is what everybody's gonna shit on it. At the end of the day, everybody's gonna shit on it, and it's not gonna get, it's not gonna merit what it what it's supposed to get. You know what I'm saying? Like for for certain fans, certain fans will understand it and love it. But at the end of the day, it's going to get shitted on just because it's WWE. And this is the problem with W, not even just WWE fans, but wrestling fans in general, bro. They're not accepting new things. They're like, first it was the demos. Everybody's talking about the demographics and shit. Like if they understood the numbers. And look, AEW ain't killing the demos anymore. Exactly. Like at the end of it, it's like, yo, it's really more. Like, what's entertaining at the moment? You feel me? Yeah. Like, AEW had solid storylines that ran for a little bit, but now they're building up on new shit. Like, Eddie Kingston and CM Punk 
was something to keep your eye on because their promos were ill. It had yeah. nothing to do about demographics. The way Roman Reigns and fucking and our 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 King of the Ring champ Xavier had their promos going back and forth about who's the top star, even though we all knew Roman's the top star because he's the champ of SmackDown. But you still have faith in Xavier. That was good storyline. It had nothing to do with demographics. Yeah. Like, but that's the thing. Like the, the demos don't. You know, the demos never really, never, never done, was it something never, ever mattered. It never mattered at all. It was just it the overall mattered. rating, and that's it. Yeah. If exactly. if people looked into that, you know what I'm saying? Because people looked in that into that before because it was a war. Understand, bro? But I'm not looking into that shit no more because at the end of the day. There's not more than 2 million or a little over 2 million people actually watching one show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, that, so. that one, those 2 million are trying to watch both shows at once because we're in a new era where we have screens everywhere. Yeah. Shit. But, you know, all these shows are not even going against each other. They all have okay. their different time slots and all that other shit. You see Raw doing... 1.5 to like 1.8 at times, maybe hitting the two mil mark every once in the blue. Mm-hmm. You got you got dynamite. If it's a really good show, it goes over a million. But most of the time is around the 800 to 900 thousand. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Fucking NXT. NXT is hovering around the 600, 700 thousand mark. And those numbers are great for NXT. Yeah. People understand that number is really fucking good for NXT. If you look at that audience that they have but here. It's they, like, yo, they keep talking about the laps fan. They keep talking about these fans that were so supposedly being missed throughout everything. They're nowhere to fucking be found. Yeah, they're really why they're not stuff. being found because a lot of people kind of like you know moved away from this shit. Yeah, this shit is very profitable. Wrestling is very profitable, but then again, there's a lot of shit that comes into play now. Like we always talk about people DVR and shit, people yeah, watching yeah. shit, watching shit online, not even. Not even trying to have cable in the crib anymore because the shit costs too fucking much. Bro, people are streaming off of third parties that don't even consider. It, it doesn't even get added onto the streaming or or ratings or anything like that. Exactly. There are lost. There's phantom, a phantom number out there every week because either people don't have the WWE app or they don't have cable or they just don't want to fuck with any of those streaming services. They'll rather yep. just pirate their shit. You know, and exactly. people don't understand that. Like, let's get into it. Let's get into this whole fans and trolling shit, bro. Okay. Like, like and this is for the those people right here. Like, <laughs> like this and my girl Naya. Where my girl Naya at? Bam. Here you go for the fans that don't know how to respect any of the talent or any of the promotions. That put in their blood, sweat, and tears into yes, this shit for our entertainment. You feel me? Like these fans are wilding out now. That young kid that ran up on Seth Rollins. I feel bad off, for him. I feel bad off, for him. First off, I give that young man a ten out of ten with that spear. <laughs> I give that young man. I give that young man. Where is it? Where the three titty hooker <laughs> approval for that spear? Because honestly. That spear caught everybody off guard, even Seth. Seth saw it and he just fucking still like, you know, it was just insane, bro. Like that was a great spear. But I feel bad for that young man, too, because it's obvious that he has 
emotional issues. He has some issues. Yeah, definitely. He has, he has some issues. He has a lot of things going on. He has this belief that he, for some reason, got called up by Vincent and everything. And it's just like... He was catfished. He, he was catfished by a fake Seth. Mm-hmm. But still, you like... There's fans besides him that believe they're entitled to certain shit. You know, it's so weird. Like, you were talking about how there's trolls that uh, 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 Dana Brooks' husband beat the shit out of one of the trolls because that troll was thought he was entitled to talk shit about yeah. Dana Brooks. Yeah. It's like, bro, you have an opinion. Nobody gives a shit about your opinion. Like, it's, it's ridiculous to even assume that somebody's going to really care about what you think type of scenario. You feel me? No, it, it's insane. It's insanity, bro, that people are feel this this comfortable you know what i'm saying to say the shit that they say like if you really hate or can't stand what's going on within a, a certain show like you'll never hear and they, and, I, and i'm and i have him as an as an example because he's a real dickhead on his show the larry david show okay you won't see a fucking fan of that show going after larry david mm-hmm. and the reason why i say it like that is because at the end of the day, yeah, all these guys and and women, the talent, superstars, whatever you want to call them, athletes, putting their bodies on the line to entertain us and all this other crazy shit. Like, it's all a show. These are characters that they're mm-hmm. playing. It, who's coming after Larry David's character? And Larry David's really playing himself. Like he's that much of a fucking pretentious dick. Are we talking about Curb? Curb, yes. Because I love that man. I fuck- this man right here. This man right here. This is my guy right here. And you're you know right. What I'm saying, Nobody's though? gonna attack him. Everybody's just putting it together that he's George Costanza, really. You're like that's like, wild. Oh, <laughs> but it's like who's who's attacking George Costanza? Word. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's just crazy shit like that, bro. And it's like, yo, how can you feel so entitled to talk to these people the way that you do? Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. Like, this shit gotta stop, bro. Like, and then and it's not it wasn't even only that that night. It was another fucking pendejo coming after Montez Ford. Yeah, had a sign that. that says Montez is doodle and try to and try to step to homie. MVP got in the way. Sami Zayn got in the way. You saw the brotherhood line up. Yep. And was like, yo, yeah, I I hope this guy comes over the barricade. Shit, fucking in the Chicago show, uh, uh, uh Forever the the uh, FTR. FTR. I, we can't even call him Forever the Revival because you can't. <laughs> you just can't. But FTR was calling out fans at Chicago. Telling them, yo, we're begging you to jump over the barricade. We're begging you. Like, like there has come to a point where wrestlers are, it it feels kind of old school again. How back then we see like the early 80s and early 90s that wrestlers will look at the fans and be like, yo, jump jump over. Don't even worry about the guard. I'll fuck you up myself type (laughs) of scenario. Yeah, like, and and that, that, my bad for uh, interrupting, but like that moment that what happened with uh, a couple of years ago with Bret Hart. 
Yep. When the fan bum rushed him, FTR was right there and beat the living shit out of the guy. Beat the snot. And it was on a fucking Hall of Fame show, bro. Come on, man. And, and where did it happen? The fucking Barkley Center. Yo, Barkley Center, get your, yo, get your security weight up, bro. Get Y'all your niggas shit together, Barkley slacking Center. right now. That shit wouldn't happen at the Garden. Barkley Center, get your shit together, son. <laughs> <laughs> Word the fuck up, bro. Them Yo, niggas ain't checking tickets. Them niggas ain't doing shit. Yo, I seen on Twitter, somebody was like, yo, only the Knicks has two home team. I mean, it's two home arenas. <laughs> yo, dude, that 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 was like a Nick home game over there, bro. Yo, I'm sure. I'm fucking Wild. sure. <laughs> Wild. But yeah, man, anyways, fuck the Nets. But look, listen, Barkley Senate, get your Knicks shit together. for life. <laughs> Barkley Senate, get your shit together, bro, because I don't see... I don't see WWE going over there for a very long time. Yo, fast, There's bro. way too many different incidents. Like, come on, man. What the fuck, bro? If you don't, if you don't like the show, why spend the money to heckle? Not even that. Why, why look for a reason to never be allowed to come back? Like it's like if you if you're feeling this type of way, stay home, watch it, and curse at the TV, bro. Like, exactly. That's what I do. <laughs> curse at the TV and be like, yo, I type up on my fucking phone. I'm a I'm a fucking yell at Vince because <laughs> it's like, what's the point? <laughs> but it's like, all right. So then, where is the invisible line drawn, bro? Are you you like, of course, drawn? like just like with any any sport, you, you know, you heckle you you mm-hmm. heckle the the stars and shit like that and the fans go crazy but where is it drawn bro because a lot of these motherfuckers get way too personal start talking about the kids start talking about the wife get into like you know i just feel that people need to like leave it to the booze and all this other shit and you suck and don't let it get too far bro Mm -hmm. no you can have fun doing all that shit but don't let it get too far man like then, oh, yeah. then motherfuckers be start taking the little shit too personal. Then when that nigga co- come over that line and come and see you, you better be ready though. That line is drawn at the barricade. Yes. You could talk, talk your shit on Twitter because obviously you could always talk shit to somebody without them seeing your face. Yes, sir. But once you jump over that barricade, a rat. Yo, it's you're in the wrong different field now. Like <laughs> you're not in the field where it's safe anymore. Like fuck that. And it's funny because that's the second time a fan did that to, to Seth Rollins. First time was when the fan that looked like Lil Wayne popped up right next to him and was just going to walk him down the ring. It was yep. just weird. Like, you were like, who's this guy? <laughs> and he was really close to Seth where he could have actually done something, but he didn't. He was just there like, yo, I'm here with you. And Seth was like, no, you're not. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know what I like what Seth did when he came back out later on the night? He was like, <laughs> That was my shit, son. He kept that looking around. He's shit. like, Wait, hold on. From this way, that way, <laughs> nobody. All right. Am I clear? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're ready to go. We're ready to go. That was comedy, bro. Definitely. I give it to Seth for that one. Awesome, awesome, man, man. Shout out to Seth, man. He held his own. He put that kid in the gu- guillotine chokehold real quick. You know what I'm saying? That's what, that's what it is. You can't be fucking yeah. with these motherfuckers. These motherfuckers will fucking stretch you the fuck out, man. Facts, bro. Facts. But um, I got I got a question for you. So 
since September 13th, Big E has been WWE champion. So we got mm-hmm. about six plus weeks of him as champ. What are your thoughts about him and his reign at the moment? Yo, I'm enjoying his title reign, bro. It yep. has a lot of meaning to it. Yeah. Legit. Every match, you're you're really hoping that he comes up on top of it. And they're not giving him bullshit fucking uh, opponents either. You're giving him ex-champions. Mm-hmm. Like, legit, we're about to see Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins in the same ring with Big E. And everybody's concerned as if Big E's going to lose it. I'm not concerned at all. Yeah, I'm like, this is going to be a great show out to show how dominant Big E could be. Yeah, like, legit. Like he he's a big man, bro. He could fucking he could press 600 pounds easy. <laughs> like there's no like I'm yeah. not having no loss in faith of Big E. Yeah. I actually want him to have that title to SummerSlam or Definitely. even farther. As long Definitely. as the story is good, Biggie's you're all, you're all for it. You're all for it. Yeah, bro. No, nah, I, 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 I totally agree with you. I, I'm, I'm loving his reign because we're finally getting a baby face. I mean, we kind of got it with um, Drew McIntyre prior, mm-hmm. but um, I think this is a little different on the baby face end. This is a baby face that everybody has been waiting to become champion. Now he's champion. Everybody's always behind him. You're not you're not even hearing a boo in the crowd. You're hearing boos within the comments in the comment sections on the fucking socials and shit like that. But they ain't coming to the fucking show booing this guy. This guy's putting it all out there. And every match you can see he's getting better and he's becoming more realistic as a champion. Because yes. we've never seen, well, not never, but it's been a while since we've seen Big E as a singles competitor by himself yes you know he's part of the new day he's always going to be part of the new day from here on out but him as a singles competitor with that title it just means a whole lot more he's looking great fuck everybody who thinks he's not that his title reign is not meaning shit in the last six weeks he's had great matches bro his title great fucking reigns. matches he had two great matches with bobby lashley he's had um that that fucking fire ass match at survivor series with roman reigns bro just put it up match there. That match was Winner crazy. Loss, he won. He mm-hmm. won, even though he lost. Like, I was like, this is the Big E everybody needs to see, bro. Exactly. Like, you, obviously, Roman Reigns is the top dog. Yeah. But, yo, bro, there was moments where it was just like, yo. Is Big E really going to win? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And at that, like, you could see there's going to be a time later on that Big E's going to fucking get the fucking hand raised over Roman Reigns. Like, legit. You saw how many heel tactics that Roman had to pull just to get that W off? Like, yes, that sir. shit was dope, son. That yes, was sir. dope. And it show, that's that's another reason why I know Big E's title reign is going to be good. because, And I'm not worried that he's going to lose because the fucking physicality of that match in Survivor Series was sick, bro. Like, Big E... Yo, if B, Big E was to turn heel tomorrow... Yeah, we're gonna see everything he pulled out in that match plus more, which is mad brutal, son. You don't want a man like that to be healed. Like you don't. <laughs> nah, not at all. Not at all. Oh, and then that match he had with fucking Drew McIntyre at Crown Jewel. Yo, that was another one, bro. You know what I'm saying? He had a dope match there. He had a fucking um uh oh damn, who, who else? Dang, even even recently with Austin Theory. Austin Theory fucking champ. First Yo. off. 
That's dope that Austin Theory has a fucking title shot on his like first yeah. month in or like a couple months in. Listen, that kid is gonna be exactly what he's supposed to be, which is a fucking major star. And you know, Vince is seeing that shit when Vince is chilling with this motherfucker, slapping the shit out of him on TV. Slapping the fucking taste out of his mouth, bro. On I TV. Was like, oh, he just got touched by God, son. Like, he legit <laughs> got touched by God. Remember when AJ did that to Vince? Like, Yo, remember when AJ, him and then AJ slapped him? the shit out of him? Yo, AJ fucked him up. Yeah. AJ yeah. fucked him up. He was, he, was, he was stomping on that nigga, too, bro. <laughs> That's what I was like. Oh, man. Imagine Austin Theory gets the chance to stomp out Vince. There's only a certain amount of people that could touch Vince like that. You had Steve Rock, Austin, The Austin, Rock, Shawn Undertaker, Michaels, Undertaker, Michaels. Kevin Owens. Yep. Um, AJ. He didn't, he didn't really touch Vince, but had altercations with Vince. Fucking Kofi Kingston. In real life, he him and Vince went out on the airplane. Who? Vince and Kofi Kingston. Get the you fuck out of here. You never heard that story? Kofi no. talked about it. How Vince was talking shit. And Kofi went up to him and he was like, basically like, yo. Like, they just started like shit talking to each other. And Vince went for the attack. And they like tussled. And then when they got up, Vince was like, that's what I want to see. That's what I want to see from you. Son, moments like that. When you get a moment like that from Vince on that's the ball awesome. camera. That's sick, bro. That means... Yo, you've been picked. You're the chosen few that's legit for the company, son. Not a lot of people get that chance. And when I saw Vince slap him, I was like, that's like being blessed. (laughs) Like, that's legit being blessed. (laughs) Vince slapped him with holy water real quick. You know what he did? You know what Vince did? He basically took what the founder of New Japan did. Because he used to, Mm. uh, Anoki used to slap everybody and everybody would fucking take it. And ask for a slap, like yo, like uh, bow, get slapped, and they're just like, thank you, thank you, like that was like a thing. Like there was, I remember seeing a few years back, there was a line of a hundred men getting slapped, not even men, men and women getting slapped by a Noki. Jesus, how real Lord. is that? If Vince was be like, yo, I'm gonna do a slap fest, I'm sure people will line up and be like, yes, like it was fucking like the, the body of Christ and the wine of Christ type of scenario. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, I'm telling you, Austin Theory's the next up, man. He's the next up. I wouldn't even be surprised if it's like some hot shot shit where they have him winning the Rumble or some crazy shit like that, bro. That'd be ill. Like, you're going to tell me you don't want to get slapped by this man here? Like, you don't want to get slapped by a man at almost 80 years old, probably still looks like this with no shirt? (laughs) Word. And he doesn't sleep because he wants to maintain this right here? That's sick. Yo, you know what's crazy? This this picture right here is like maybe five, six years old. Bro, remember like four years ago he got into a car accident and walked off? Walked off. Like, I guess that's where Shane gets it from. He he was in a plane accident and he survived. Yeah, that's facts, bro. That's facts. (laughs) Shane fucking almost went down with the helicopter and walked it off. (laughs) That McMahon gene, bro. They're a different breed. Who the fuck knows is in that shit? (laughs) (laughs) Matter of fact, since we're over here with Vinnie Mac, how excited are you about the documentary that's going to come up soon? Listen, uh, the Vince McMahon documentary, it's something that a lot of us have been waiting for because we heard about the movie that was supposed to come out called uh, Pandemonium. And they they were going to have Ryan, no, not Ryan Reynolds, uh, 
Chris Hayes. No, 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 no. The guy from um, old school. And uh, and Silver Lining Playbook. What's his name? Who? Damn. What's his name, bro? Silver. So, oh, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper is supposed to play Vince McMahon. I don't think Bradley Cooper is in old school. No, not old school. I'm sorry. Oh my god. That, that, that was my fault. I, I meant I meant to say Hangover. That was hangover. my fault. I meant to say Hangover. Wait, wasn't he in Wedding Crashers? Yeah, he was in he Wedding was, Crashers. Right? He was, a, he was, a, he was a rugby guy. Fiance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. asshole fiance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you know, I was I was really excited for that. But with this documentary, supposedly we're supposed to get a more in depth look at who Vince McMahon is as a person. Uh, I mean, we've known a lot about him. You know, his upbringing, him being poor, growing up in North Carolina. While his father was running running stuff up in New York, uh, I, there, there was something that he suffers from. I forgot what it is. His father? No, uh, Vince McMahon himself. Uh, and like really, it really, it really fucked him up with when he was in school. I'm not sure if it was like ADHD or ADD or you know one 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 of those one of those uh things right there. I could see that. You can see how he fucking changes up the storylines on. You know, so everything in wrestling. One thing I'm looking forward to, to be honest, is see his candid reactions towards certain questions. You know, like, all right, so what, 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 like, what gravitated you to to Shawn Michaels, or why, why did it really go down the way it did with Bret Hart? What, what do you think? You know, like, just him, because like when you see them. When you saw him and his reaction about the Undertaker retiring, the way he was crying and stuff, you felt that because at that time, because you felt the fucking millions and millions of dollars just leave, just like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was that or it was like too, genuine love, or it was like genuine love. You know what I'm saying? Nah, yeah, that that was definitely love, bro. That was his. That that was his. You know, unsung hero of the fucking attitude era, bro. That was the one that didn't leave. You know what I'm saying? That was the one that kept that kept everybody together and kept everybody in line for him. There's not too many people like that. Like another the person he has right now like that is Roman. Yeah. Everybody says that Roman's that locker room leader. Like you get out of line, Roman coming for you. You know, there's there's a reason why you could this is a reason why you beat the Undertaker out of WrestleMania. You know what I'm saying? I want to see the behind the gorilla scenes of yes. like a pay-per-view yes. not going the way he wanted. Like that Hell in the Cell with Seth and, and the Fiend. And see his how reaction that ended. to that shit. Exactly. How he talked to the niggas when they came to the back. And how he felt with the fans going nuts, ready to just riot. Like I wanted to see if he's pissed about the story or if he's just like, yeah, this is what I wanted. <laughs> like, this is the reaction I wanted, you know? What are they saying on Twitter? <laughs> you know, like I just want to hear some shit like that. They'll be like, well, boss, it's not looking good. Ha! What, yeah, is for real. Ha! what is that? Uh, what's his name? JD from NY. What is he saying? He always has <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker is a funny ass motherfucker, bro. Who that JD dude, from NY? Yo, he gets at WWE for releasing talent, doing all this and all that other shit. But when 
something happens when they eat be like we just seen right now with Big Soul. And shout out to Big Soul. I know she, you know, she suffers from Crohn disease, and you know, that had a lot to do with her not being on TV. Uh, most of the times, I'm not gonna say all the times, but most of the yeah. times because you know she was battling that. Yeah, yeah. But her coming into an agreement with the company that she works for in order, in order for her to get her release. When that happens with within WWE, is like, yeah, I'm glad because they wasn't using them right. Oh, blah, blah, blah. But her, oh, you know, you gotta you gotta give AEW their props for you know doing what they did and being so professional about it. Like, yo, dude. Talking about how when people are released from AEW, they go back into the indies and, you know, with a bigger name and a bigger spotlight and get paid more. So, like, AEW did something for them. So, what the fuck is WWE doing, bro? Mm-hmm. Regardless, you get you get released by WWE and you go to the indies? My nigga, they got to pay you a fistful of money to be over there, nigga. Yep. You, yo, listen, I'm pretty sure when... The owner of HOG, House of Glory Wrestling, hollered at Alistair Black, Malachi Black, whatever the hell you want to call him, and told him to come down December 11th. Best believe he gave him a big bag for that shit. Oh, hell yeah. And it's not because he's an AEW superstar right now. No, that's because he was out. His name and his bag, exactly. His name and his bag came from them NXT and WWE days, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like, yo... Like everybody's so quick to downplay WWE and it, yo, it sucks. You know what I'm saying? Because that right there is what causes the, I feel like causes the division between fans. But this is the thing. The fans don't understand the difference to what WWE and AEW is. AEW is a pro wrestling promotion. But they're, they're, so, they're leaning so much into, into, into entertainment. It's not even funny, bro. They're not there yet, though. They're not there yet. They over they there, they over there the having... The only type of show they got is being the elite. Dude. What they the over there hand, they're, they're over there having fucking T-Pain hand, hand over fucking Cody Rhodes a, a chair to go hit Andrade with on Dynamite. Yo. They got they got Shaq doing matches on Dynamite. Oh, shout out to T-Pain being <laughs> there. But let's give a real shout out to West Side Gun do, 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 the culture do, do. alive. Yo, come on. Like, he was there legit on camera in the center. <laughs> like, he was there. And I'm just like, yo, how are you going to ask T-Pain to give you a, t- a chair? Well, but T-Pain's on the show with Cody Rhodes. That's the, that's the connection right there. But the thing is, just because you have entertainers come into a, pro, a, a wrestling promotion, a pro wrestling promotion, does not mean it's entertainment. WWE has come out with shows, like legit yeah, shows bro. and movies. This is what makes them different. The, they're not That's just, a different form of entertainment, but no, regardless, but is, pro wrestling is sports entertainment, bro. Yeah, but the, mm, it's sports entertainment from WWE. It's pro wrestling from AEW. That's the thing, because I'm sure they're paying different taxes. Also, I don't know, man. I I I, I get so much sports entertainment right from AEW. Not saying that it's bad, because sports entertainment is not bad. But at the end of the day. Just look at the shit they do with, with these motherfuckers coming out looking like Ghostbusters and all, and then looking like the Space Jam starting five and shit like that. That's for that, for, that's you, for an entertainment purpose. But you could get that in the indies, and you won't call it in, uh, entertainment like that. Why you not? just call it pro it, wrestling? It is, it's inter- it is entertainment. I'm not saying it's not. It's entertaining. 
but they're not producing anything else besides pro wrestling. That's the difference between WWE and well, well they're, they're they're still what they're 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 in the infancies of year three. Of course, I'm not. I'm not saying they they're, should, they're they embarking should. on sports entertainment. When you got Cody Rhodes on, on these shows on TNT, having his own show with the wife, you know what I'm saying? Like they they're embarking on that into that sports entertainment territory. Once they have the show with, like, let's say, let's say the Miz and Mrs. Right? Yeah. WWE has a hand in that. Yeah, like legit. They, you'll see it as a part of their, like, you know, produced by WWE and E Entertainment. You won't see that for the Cody Rhodes, whatever Rhodes of the Rhodes. Uh, yeah, I can't so talk. I can't talk like, on that. I can't talk on it, that because I don't know how it looks. I don't know, like the. It's it's really more of a TNT production. Yeah, it's, but you know, it's AEW though. Regardless, these are AEW. They're AEW execs and stars, but is AEW promote? Like producing it also, that's the question. That's what oh, makes I have no fucking clue. But who you it might be. I don't see why not. I'm gonna watch a show. I'm not a fan of those shows, but I'm gonna watch a show and just to just to see, just to see. Yo, I have terrible news. Whoa. Pandemonium is no more. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nah. It seems like it's because of the, the yeah, and it's supposed to be a uh, uh, like multiple parts for this documentary. It's not going to just be one doc. It's going to be like a, a series type of show. Beautiful. So I'm going to wait till they have all of them all together and watch it all together. Yeah, basically. That's what I'm going to do. That shit. I'm not, I, I, I'm not going to be able to do one episode and then wait like next week for the next one. I can't do nah, that. Not at all. But if not it's Netflix, all. I'll probably have all that shit all together. Most likely. Most likely. <laughs> But they're, trying to, they're trying to do that or that weekly thing now, where okay. they drop one every week. But most likely, we'll see how how the first one works. It usually yeah. works like that. Like you know, if it doesn't really get too much of uh, viewership, they'll probably just drop them all at once. You know, but yeah, pandemonium is no more. All right, fuck. It. At least we got the documentary. At least we got that. Word. This is more candid look. It's not like made up shit. Going word. On. Word. But um. Uh, these past weeks, we've seen some pretty spicy ass promos. Um, of course, you know, MJF and uh, CM Punk mm-hmm. seen mm-hmm. some stuff <laughs> that kind of like, I guess, uh, kept the wire going from there into WWE with the promos against Edge and Miz, another yeah. two, another group of good talkers. And then we also had Liv Morgan as well. So within uh, the CM Punk and MJF promo, we we heard you know CM Punk call Miz a uh, less less fortunate Miz. <laughs> um, we also <laughs> we also had uh, MJF basically kind of I, I guess they were like cheap comp- compliments, you yeah, know when uh, when he when he called out. Triple H um, and John Cena. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, how's that? A, I was like, yo, how can you? You can only be so lucky to have the type of like careers these guys had. And like before, you know, Triple H was, you know, the boss's son in law. 
Mm-hmm. People looked at Triple H as one of like the best wrestlers out at the moment. Before Which he utter, he was utter bullshit. Huh? It's utter bullshit. Yeah. Because he used to sandbag a lot of fucking people. And it's like you look at those matches and be like, oh, like let's say Eddie Guerrero. Why is Eddie Guerrero fucking so weak? Well, it's because fucking somebody's not working. <laughs> like Eddie Guerrero is fucking working triple time while Triple H is being a bitch ass dude. Like <laughs> All right, but John Cena. John Cena is a different story. He's a worker. Like, but you're right. Like, but the best thing about MJF is he understands how to bury somebody without burying them. You know, like he came after CM Punk. He came after his neck, bro. Yo, calling them fucking cooking meth punk. <laughs> <laughs> he said the CM stands for uh cooking meth. Crystal meth. <laughs> 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 It was like, you know what it stands for? Cooking meth. I was like, yo, why, <laughs> why are we going there? Like, <laughs> yo, but he said it, yo. CM Punk look, look harsh. Yeah. He it did. looks harsh. It looks harsh. And it's funny because commentary was trying to be like, oh, yeah, he had a, a respiratory infection that wasn't COVID related. That's But he still showed up and he still rest. He was like, yeah, 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 sure. He was still winded. He was still weak. He looked soft. I was like, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's exactly how you got to do it. You can't just be like, oh, okay. No, you got to be the bad guy. <laughs> so then, <laughs> but what I loved about that was that, one, coming out of full gear, mm-hmm. I have a whole, like, a whole new way of thinking when I think of MJF. Because before, I'm like, yo, he's not really all that in the ring. But after, after full gear and the match he had with Darby Allen, it kind of, like, really opened my eyes to the way – he could be in the ring. Like, he could be a pro wrestler. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the way he was doing textbook shit, and he made it look flawless. hmm You know what I'm saying? And now we always knew he had the mic work. He's going up against one of the one of the people who are known as one of the best mics in the business. And he's giving him the business. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And it's just really having MJF not only as a character, but just everything all together coming full circle. And they're putting him in there into the fire, and he's just holding his own, which is beautiful. It's amazing. Yes, it is. You know what I'm saying? And uh, CM Punk, I mean, he's not he's not holding back either. I want to see CM Punk come out with a T-shirt of him and MJF as a kid. That picture that circulated... Yo, just put that shit on a shirt already. Yeah, why not? Put that just, shit on a shirt. Just call it, just say my son. Yo, no, like he said, the MJF, my jealous fan. Mm. Put that shit on a shirt. Why that's not? Facts, if not, if, if you're not going to do a storyline teases, that's all I got to say. <laughs> you know what the best part was? He was how CM Punk brought up the fact that MJF was on Rosie O'Donnell when he was like five. Yep. <laughs> like, <laughs> He's like, what are you going to do? Sing for me? it was great the back and forth was amazing bro amazing man um i just like it because they used quality like real life shit you know what i'm saying and we saw we also saw that within the miz and edge you know when edge said yo you over here dancing dancing on tv while your boy just got let go story Right. So Liv Morgan says something to that to that extent to Becky Lynch, just because of your big your big loaded contract. Some of my best friends had to be let go. Mm-hmm. Now, 
that got a lot a lot of people talking supposedly in and out of wwe people were, were pretty upset about those lines in those promos which i feel is utter bullshit because when this when the worst rapper in wrestling mac max caster talked about daniel bryan's uh father-in-law ruining more careers than i don't know what he's i don't know what he his his punchline was he's just said he ruined careers his, his father-in-law is uh, John Laurinaitis, had a talent relations for WWE, the guy who calls and texts and emails people saying that you're fired. Yep. But that line was, oh, my God, oh, my God, did you hear that bar? That's cool. But when everybody else puts it in their promo, shit is, shit is horrible. The fuck is going on here? It's, you know what it is? People want realism, but it's just like not from WWE. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's like anything W like you said before, anything WWE does is like, oh, oh my God, why would they do something like that? But when AEW does it, it's just like, oh shit, this is brand new. This is, no, it's not brand new. WWE's tested it. You guys didn't like it, they're not gonna do it again. You know, now like how Edge basically shit talk to Miz. But like not burying Miz, he was just he he didn't bury Miz, nor he didn't he didn't bury AEW. But he mentioned that Miz was mentioned over there. He was like, "Look mm-hmm. at you, you're being mentioned outside of this." You're in people's like, heads, rent, yeah. living rent free. Exactly, and it's real. Mm-hmm. That shit is real, you know. Because I, from what I remember, CM Punk didn't like Miz when he, they were both in the WWE, you know. And a lot of Miz left a lot of people like bad taste in their mouth. But you know what? He's Fuck them. Because look at the Miz. Look at the Miz. He's a superstar. superstar. Like he told people since fucking real world that he's gonna be a WWE champ, a WWE superstar, and he kept it like that. Yeah. So it's like, yo, you could. That's why I like what Ed, I'm not a fan of Edge. Me and you spoke about this. I, yeah. I love Edge back then. The Edge now, I could care less. Like I'm just like, I. Right, I guess we're doing nostalgia acts again. Might as well bring back Goldberg. Like, fuck it. (laughs) But no, uh, but but Edge has had a better run than what Goldberg's been doing the last three times. The last match for Goldberg was dope. But you're right. With with Bobby Lashley? Yeah. Bobby Lashley carried that motherfucker. Yes. But I could still do without Edge. Yeah? That's just a personal thing for me. Okay. I got nothing against him. I just don't see him really in a mix like that. I, every time I see him, I'm like, oh, it's it's this is a nostalgia thing. Like it's not, it's not something that we're gonna see him as a champ. I was surprised that they gave him the uh, the Royal Rumble win, but I was at that like, I knew he wasn't gonna win the title. Yeah, you know, like you gonna put an old dude against Roman and have him win? No, Roman's gonna win. Like, come on, Roman's the strongest man there. Like, there's no way you're going to just be like, oh, I'm going to believe that Edge beat the shit out of Roman. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So um, within AEW, there's some contracts that are set to expire soon. Uh, the two biggest being Kenny and Cody, but I, I can't really see them going anywhere. Yeah, for real. Seeing? We got them. Maybe, uh, maybe uh, Kenny going to New Japan real quick. I don't even know if his body could hold up, bro. That's also back true. Out there, you know what I'm saying. I think, uh, I think that's why his body's the way his it is. 
Yeah, man. Yeah, but he likes the one thing I like about Kenny is that he tells his own stories. Like he literally finds a way to tell his own stories and his own journeys and shit like that. Like the golden, what were they? The golden lovers. Oh, him and uh, Ibushi. Ibushi, yeah. Like they told their own story. They didn't need New Japan to tell a story like that. Like they legit told it on their own on being the elite and shit like that, and it made it bigger once it happened on New Japan. Like I think Kenny, if he does like go does his own thing outside of AEW, it's gonna be like Kenny's looking for himself again. He's trying to find himself, and he's gonna go back where he started. Fucking to uh uh, what's that other fucking promotion in Japan? Um. What uh Dragon's Gate? Yes, I think he started in Dragon's Gate. No, he ain't started in Dragon's sure. Gate. To be honest, I'm not even sure. But besides, besides that, let's say he goes back and he just you know goes to New Japan, not for a whole year. He just does sporadic spots like Chris Jericho. It won't be bad for wrestling. Hmm. You know. I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, I think that these contracts such as it's not it's not anybody like i feel like anybody like big yet you know what i'm saying i feel that the bigger contracts the ones that like people are going to really be looking at and seeing if they're going to jump ship or go somewhere else it's going to happen you know in two years from 2024 you know what i'm saying when uh guys like mjf are up Darby Allen, you know, so people like that, people that haven't, you know, re-signed or have contract extensions and stuff like that. Joey Janela's contract is coming up next year in May. I don't know if anybody's going to be really going after him like that. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't know. That that shit doesn't even, like, strike strike any type of fear. Like, oh, my God, Joey Janela crossed it. When have you last seen a Joey Janela match? And be like, yo, you know what? That's the guy to look out for. I haven't. I'll say this. The last time I seen a Joey Janela match, and I really liked it, it was it was him versus, damn, what was that? Yo, what was that guy's name that was in WWE? He fought Brian. He had, like, the, the, the Chinese tattoo. I mean, the Japanese tattoos on his face and, and his body. He had the white pants. I know who you're talking about but i don't even remember his name akushi was it akushi i mean uh honestly i can't even tell you yes yes yeah yeah at the at the fucking melrose ballroom in queens (laughs) shit that was a long time ago that match was fucking dope bro that match was really really fucking dope so i think that's the last time i actually looked at a joey janela match and thought like oh my god this is pretty dope you know but Yo, it is going going back to real quick. Can you make started at DDT Pro Wrestling in Japan? DDT, got you. DDT, all right. Yeah, but yeah, I I think the last time I cared for a Joey Janela match was when he faced off with Orange Cassidy in the Independent Circuit, and that's when he had a uh, what's this girl's name, uh, uh, Killer Cross, his wife. As his oh. oh no, was it her? No, no, no. It was um Kip Sabin's uh wifey. Penelope Ford. Yeah, Penelope Ford. Yeah. When he was when he was the bad boy, Joey Janela. Yeah. That's when I cared. When he had the 
the neo new music, like eighties music playing in the background and shit like that. He had that neo. That style. was good stuff. That was good yeah, stuff. That was good stuff. But ever since that, he's kind of like like a dub. He's a dub right now. I think he'll he'll do better back in the indies. Not to be shitting on the indies. I mean, Sometimes I think I think he runs GCW. Does he? Or he, or he has something to do with it? Yeah. Oh Joey shit. Vanilla? Yeah. Cause that they had the the lost in New York, and he was doing a lot of a lot of that stuff over there. Uh, yeah, yeah, because he's known for work, working with Game Changer Wrestling. But I, I think he does a, a lot more than just work with Game Changer Wrestling, though. Possible. Yeah, yeah, definitely possible, bro. But anyways, uh. Let's see. Let's see. What else we got on the docket here? What else we got? What else we got? Oh, next week we have War Games. We got a War Games match mm, between the Young Guns and the OGs. Have you seen uh, the poster? The poster? Yeah. It's pretty dope. Yeah? It's like the OGs are caught no, up in the... Not the... It's not the picture you got up right there? No, not at all. I just really like this picture. <laughs> But not. Nah, it's like uh, the OGs are covered in the golden black, and the young guns are covered in the That's wild dope. colors. It's That's pretty dope. dope. It is pretty dope. But yo, I'm. This is another thing about blurred lines with promos. I love the fact that they always fuck with Brick Steiner's background, and I'm calling them Brick Steiner. I'm not calling them Braun Bricker. Nigga said Bronner. <laughs> Braun Breaker. This nigga said whatever Rick you want to Steiner. Call him. <laughs> that guy should have been Rex Steiner from the beginning. I'm surprised they actually called his Frankensteiner a Frankensteiner when he did it. Like, no. I was like, thank God. <laughs> fucking Johnny Gargano is fucking. Yo, dude, the way <laughs> he's like, look, you're the nephew of a freak. I like just like the, the big, little bad tidbits. booty nephew, <laughs> you know, the little tidbits that. Oh man, yo, Johnny Gargano to me is very valuable to the NXT brand. Oh, especially more than ever now. Him and Tommaso Ciampa, more than ever now, valuable because look what he did with all with Austin Theory. Yep, Austin Theory was kind of left in the dump. You know, he had like a little uh, I'm not gonna say little because I I really don't know what happened with that situation, but he had a situation going on with the Me Too movement. Uh, he got called up to the main roster. He was supposed to be in this stable with Andrade. It was him, Andrade, and, and Garza. Didn't work out. They sent him back to NXT. He wasn't working in NXT. He got he he links up with Johnny Gargano. Everybody know who he is. He has like a different different vibe to him now. Um, Indy Hartwell, another person that was kind of lost in NXT. He built her up through the through the way faction. Um, even his wife, like his wife. Everybody loved Candice LeRae being there. They loved her matches and everything. But she seemed to mean more and have a lot more going for herself once all this got together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I feel that they see that now. I mean, they, they extended his contract, I think it was like a week or two. They're supposedly having contract contract talks with him and Kyle O'Reilly. They don't want them to go nowhere. I see Kyle O'Reilly leaving more than Johnny Gargano just because I feel like there's already a story. 
being told within AEW that Kyle O'Reilly could just move right into. It could be it could be something about the elite breaking up, and then this guy already got his own his own group of people to go fight go fight the elite with him. Look at this poster. You know what I'm Look at That's this fucking, fucking poster. amazing poster. That's beautiful. Right? That's it's, fucking beautiful. It's a telling poster. I really yeah. like this poster. I'm gonna yeah, leave it up. It shows you. Yeah. And Who's- I think this match right here, they had the right four to represent the old school of NXT. Even though you know LA Knight, shout out to him. He wasn't really old school NXT. He just got there right before the change. But these are the four to make these four young guns look really good. Yep. Yep. And I feel that. I think LA Knight's the wild card in this. Yeah, like, he's the wild card. He could like straight up do what fucking Kevin Owens did at the Survivor Series and just straight bounce. Like not even get involved. Like LA Knight, like you said, he's not really an OG. Yeah. But he has the OG mentality. Like he has he has years under his belt. So why not put him with the OGs? Like he knows how to sell. Like yeah. LA Knight should be the next one coming up. For me, I believe he should be the next one coming up to the main stage, to the main Raw or I SmackDown. Mean, but yo, I think he's doing great in NXT, bro. Everything is there. He's always had it to do it. It's yeah. just, I guess, the timing has been wrong. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what they look for in order to bring it up to the main. But uh, he'll be a, a valuable asset to the main roster, especially with the main roster looking so thin, at least on the SmackDown side of things. You know what I'm yeah. saying? True. Story. But um, I think... The one X factor from the Young Guns team right there is going to be Grayson Wilder. A lot of people are kind of like 50-50 with him, but he's really good in the ring. He looks so confident in whatever he does, whether he's on the mic or in the ring. It doesn't even matter what he's doing. It's just the confidence oozes out of that kid, and I just feel that he's going to have one of those those moments where, like, it's going to be like a, like a, uh uh-oh, oh, shit. Maybe this nigga is the one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's just something about him. I mean, we already know Carmelo Hayes is fucking phenomenal. We already know Braun Breaker is the future. Tony D'Angelo is just, he's just cool. He just has he's a cool thing. Cool, bro. He just has Tony a cool, D'Angelo. cool, cool thing about Tony him. D'Angelo I don't know. Hey, forget about a- it. <laughs> and it's so, yo, it's so simple and generic. It's such a generic thing, but he does it so, so like, simple. How are you going to throw somebody's? manager in the trunk of the car <laughs> and be like, yo, I'm going to be your manager from now on for this show. <laughs> Forget about it. And at that, he doesn't even have like a faction. Like he could legit run a faction the way his yo, character bring, is. Bring FBI back, bro. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Italians. Fuck, yes. Oh, man. We just got to change up the names. We can't have Lil Guido. <laughs> uh-huh. You can't have somebody call Lil Guido back. <laughs> just, hey, not Guido anymore. It's Little Italy. Little Italy. Mm, little, Sic- little Sicily. Little Sicily. One or the other. Who knows? Or, or. But, Shout out uh, to Little Guido. Son. I always was a fan of his. <laughs> Yo, for real. His matches were super crazy in Tajiri. Oh, hell yeah. Phenomenal matches, hell yeah. bro. Hell yeah. Phenomenal. Hell yeah. And he was yeah. a legit leader of a faction. Like, Definitely. I... I Loved and hated full-blooded Italians. Like, it was just one of those things. Like, I was like, ah, this son of a bitch. But <laughs> he had great matches, bro. He they had great really matches. Did. Nah, they really had some fucking fire-ass matches, man. Shout out to them, bro. But, uh, this is going to be great. I can't wait to see it. I wish it was a fucking pay-per-view. I mean, it looks like they're they're really going 
off of the takeover. They took the takeover name out of it. Yeah, yeah uh, I'm glad. Oh, man, this is all part of the rebranding. I know people, little by little, people are hating it because the little things that we loved about NXT, the black and gold, the dark arenas. All pay-per-views being named the same shit. Takeover 12, Takeover, takeover 59. It's done. I'm glad Takeover is done. Yeah. It, takeover B. It's past. done. I mean, Takeover is, is going to be nostalgic now. This is something that you could look back on. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Now we have, uh, it's a new era, man. Like they said, NXT 2.0, and it hasn't been that bad. NXT 2.0 is actually making new stars that we could hopefully see on the main roster soon because we're going to need that. Bro, the ladder match between uh, uh, Brick Steiner and Gargano. Yeah. That Bro. was dope. Bro, the one with the, one the with spots Kai, they had was ill. The, the, the one with Cali Rain, Dakota Kai as well. The, the that was dope too. Surprisingly match. dope. Yeah, the women's match is going to be some fly shit. I, I, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready and willing to see that one as well. So, you know, let's see what happens next Wednesday. You know, we got that. Uh, maybe we'll do it. I think okay. this is on Sunday. This is coming out on Sunday. Oh, Sunday? I thought it was next Wednesday. I thought it was going to be on TV. No? Now, nah, next Wednesday is supposed to be Escobar versus... Oh, it's going to be on Peacock. All right, all right. Cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. So with that. Yeah, finally, I got to see fucking uh, Escobar back. Shit. Been a while, nigga. Escobar's gonna have his match with uh, this guy. What's his name? Uh, Spanish fucking MMA looking dude. Yeah, the the the, the fucking um Roman Reigns' cousin. Yeah, no, 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 not like Roman Reigns. I'm just saying he looks like. But one. Yeah, yeah, the 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 yeah. Oh, the guy. The diet Roman Reigns. Let's call him that. Diet <laughs> Roman Reigns light. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, I'm excited to see that match. That's supposed to happen as the main event next week. Reigns zero. <laughs> Zero <laughs> calories. <laughs> oh man, that's just gonna be dope. Yo, before we go though, I just wanna I wanna give a huge, huge shout out to the Dirty Hills podcast. Word. Uh, shout out to them, bro. Shout out yeah. to you and them for even yeah, having that show. Kofi Kingston and, and the brother Bob, man. Yo, thank you guys for coming through. The hospitality was amazing, man. Them guys, yo, them guys doing some beautiful things over there. You know, we're gonna we're gonna see them over there at uh HOG December 11th as well. You know, yo. shout out to the fam. Very dope. Um, everybody, man, the job of tears. Uh shout out to black uh the black announce table, black wrestling, you know, uh, those wrestling girls, everybody that was there for the you know, um the the we we like to party. At, at legends the other week uh it was just phenomenal it was a lot of a lot of amazing so there's a lot of stuff that i didn't get to say uh sponsored by storyline tees yes sir yes Your sir guy. We building. It was all in the building shout out to the day ones like yourself uh lp you know luigi was in the building envy was in the building <laughs> <laughs> over there you know fucking with the montclair looking like a million dollars yeah, facts. <laughs> <laughs> the brother Bones was in the building as well. It was a beautiful thing, man. And the wife was there. I can't, I can't, I can't complain, man. It was amazing. Word. It was real it was dope. Amazing. It was, was real amazing, dope, man. But yeah, uh, what are you listening to right now, bro? Yo, bro. Since I've been reading about West Side Gun, I've been back on West Side Gun shit. You've been back on the West? Yeah, of course, of course. Back <laughs> up in Buffalo. Back up in Buffalo. Yo, matter of fact, have you heard El Camino's new uh? New EP, if you know, you know. Nah, I gotta hear that. Mm, yeah, listen to it, bro. 
El Camino, son, that's he's very underrated, bro. I feel like he's gonna be the new 50. Like legit. Like he has the hooks, he has the bars. He just needs that one. He just needs that one moment, son. That's you know it. what? You know what? I, you know what I like a lot right now? Like I'm really starting to dig. Uh Stove God Cooks. Stove God Cooks is dope. So uh, and uh Le- have you heard Larry June? Yes. That dude's dope. That dude's got some, dope. Got some fire, so hell yeah. No, yeah, play something from Stove God Cooks, produced by fucking Brock Marciano. Mm, okay. You know, that was from his last joint last year. Or unless you want to find something brand new, you know. Or actually, from Stove God. we could also play something from UFO Thief. He dropped the... Yes, he did. And, yeah. Music and prayers. Yeah, we could definitely yeah. drop. You know what I'm waiting on, bro? And it drops tomorrow? That What's Styles up? P and Havoc joint, bro. Mm. That's what I'm waiting for, bro. That's what play? I'm waiting for. Son from the wave god himself. Oh, the way, yeah, the, the wave, wave man the, the, from the, Negro spiritual. The, the Negro spirituals, right? Yeah, That's a lot of stuff. All right, bad, bad. I'm gonna see what, I, joints. see what I can do. But um, yeah, let me give a shout out to our sponsor, Storyline Teens, produced by your <laughs> man Nathan McFly, right there. Yes, on sir. The top screen, you could get the dope ass yes, shirts like <laughs> the Bianca Belair, Janet Jackson inspired tea. Oh, yeah. The New Day De La Soul inspired team. Oh, yeah. The Chicago 45. That, come on. How people hate on this? People Yo. are sick. People are <laughs> sick. Yo, get a classic. My Bobby Lashley. Yes. Or you could get from the beautiful times of actually the first. How about the this? First shirt that came out. Drop. How about Ooh. this new one that's about to drop? That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's funny because he, <laughs> it's like it, it actually works, bro. Like the way you got the sleigh shining on him and all that, it works. <laughs> He's like, "Yes, I'm gonna kick your motherfucking head off today." That's what I'm gonna do. Like a killer. Like yeah. a killer. You already know, goat face, goat face killer coming. Mm, goat face killer. That's what Damn, it is. I, I can't find the Roman Reigns joint. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. You already know, man. You already know how it go down, baby. But this was episode 170. 170, my brother. God damn. Fucking shit. That means in the middle of next year, we're, we're going to be by 200 easily. We could get the Roman Reigns bloodline, the official bloodline shirt. Yes, sir. The official one. Yes, the sir. Ones that fucking, I can't even speak names, but they were begging for this. <laughs> begging, fucking beggars. <laughs> <laughs> you got that. Yeah, man. Yo, listen, man. Episode one seventy. We here. We here, bro. I'm wondering when they're gonna cancel us. Somebody's gonna be like, "Yo, this dude's real. Like, he's a piece of shit." <laughs> Not you, but me. Like, they're gonna be like, "Yo, he keeps talking about fucking." I can't even say it. I can't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to get us in oh, trouble. <laughs> all he talks about is three titties. I don't know. We've, We've seen, seen enough. enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. But yes, we're going to wrap it up, brother. We're going to wrap it up. This was episode 170 of the 20 by 20 podcast. And we are your hosts, Nathan McFly with LP.
pee dangerously, dangerously, dangerously. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And once again, shout out to the Nation of Domination and shout out to Los Boricuas. No oh. shout outs to these guys here. Oh, no. Them hooded bandits, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen with them, bro? What do you think is going to happen with them, too? That. <laughs> <laughs> I heard they were, like, in AEW or some shit. I think we spoke um, about that last they, time. They were, yeah, they, they, were, they were hanging out in uh, what they in their gorilla position. They were hanging over there for a dynamite or something like that. But True, true. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with those guys. I have no idea. No idea. No idea is original, though, my friend. No worries. Not under this one. <laughs> shout out to Shice. Shout out to B-I-N-G. Yes, shout yes, out sir. to our man, fucking Higgs Boson, a.k.a. Yes, sir. SM2, a.k.a. Wardrobe Morales. Yes, sir. Shout out to you, my brother. Shout out to you. Oh, thank you. Bye. Shout out to you as well. Right. Got shout you. out to you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> But yo, we out of here, man. Hey. Drain the vein if you want to impress me. I'm present in the game. I should be hosting the SBs. If you die right now, your money wouldn't hit next week. Bury me at sea like a Viking that gets deep. The water flow, you ought to know. The current rough, but we let him drown thinking he tough. We call your bluff like hello. The number you have down's been disconnected. You ride around pumping confessions because you be telling. I dance around questions like Usher, my wife, bitch. Love when I cover the souls from my block just be yelling come and stand here get a load of shit we be selling merch the methamphetamines congratulate the felons fuck up on your mind bent seen you tucking in your shine thinking the ways to make it mine foul thoughts full of force put me back in line stay focused on my dean kid it's my time hello Bucket low, leaving the docks, we going fishing Different type of talents, I got different type of habits What your numbers looking like, bet you I could match it Talk it cause I'm qualified Blue checks don't make you verified I'm bonafide, been solidified Family ties, dark side, welcome to the high You want that street shit? Listen to us I was young like, life shouldn't be so rough Brown water, perp rolling, never purple in my cup I break night, break bread, then I'm reading up. Uh, I break night and break bread, then I'm reading up. Hello, hello, hello. Hablamos, papi. Dime los raperos y entonces. Mandó la plata. Sí, llegó todo bien, todo bien, llegó ah, bien. Gracias por el cabrón, nena. No, no, estamos listos ya para la próxima. Hablamos, hablamos. Hey, chao.